are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You put your life on the line every day for others. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants, and you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies, and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it, and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a battalion of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a lot of different things, challenging the fire service today from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, Topics and principles we discuss span all kinds of professions. That being said, let's light the spark. When bad stuff happens, you've probably heard people say things like, why don't you look on the bright side? Or no rain, no rainbows. And if you feel like punching that person in the face, then you're not alone, because I felt that way too. But what if I told you that they're onto something? And I know, like, sometimes all you want to do is break something or go at a punching bag really hard and heavy. But in a career where your mentality plays a big part on your own personal well being, we can't afford not to maintain a positive attitude. We just can't afford not to. Keep in mind, this doesn't mean to be unrealistic in your efforts. What it means is seek out the positive in a crap situation. And we all have our fair share of those. And while you don't have to shove that attitude down people's throats, making them want to punch you in the face, <laughs> what you can do is set the tone for your work or your, your, yourself, excuse me, yourself, your crew, and your patients. And this ultimately changes your mentality and your environment for the better. So it's a win-win. People want to be around you and your mental health improves. So let's talk about some ways that we can maintain a positive attitude when we feel like nothing is going our way or we're taking on too much while on duty. And by taking on too much, I mean not letting go of the things that are out of our control and focusing on the negative parts of what it is that we do. We need to focus on the positive parts. I'd like to start out with a quote that I constantly am telling myself. It's by Henry Ford. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I've shared this quote before and I'm sharing it again because it's a saying that I tell myself when I'm feeling like something can't be done. I think of the crazy ideas he had during his life that made him the man history knows him for today. When he'd share his ideas with people, they told him that he was crazy. They, they thought he was nuts. They told him to be more practical and to focus on making a better horse-drawn buggy because his idea would never work. And I'm super grateful that he stuck to his guns and held the positive beliefs that he did, because if he didn't, then some of you who are listening to this podcast right now while driving would still be using a horse and buggy. Maybe a souped-up horse and buggy, but nonetheless. Granted, people like Elon Musk have come along, uh, incredible innovators, um, but at the same time, people were telling Henry Ford that he couldn't do something that he believed he could. If he would have succumbed to the negative thoughts and influence of others, who knows how long it would have taken someone like Elon Musk 
to come along and create what Ford had gifted the world. Here are some factors that we can consciously be aware of that will help us maintain a positive attitude in our own lives. Some things to remember. Perception is reality. And what you see and how you accept situations becomes your environment and it becomes your reality. Just like the saying, you are what you eat, the same could be said for your thoughts and your focus. You are what you think. If you focus on the negative elements coming into your life that are having an effect on you, then it will be impossible for you to have a positive outlook on anything. This is true specifically when it comes to the things that you cannot change. This hits us hard in the fire service. There are many things that we have control over when responding to a situation. However, these situations that we're called to are events that have already happened. Things out of our control. These things have already been established. And it's up to us to adapt and work with what we have when we show up on scene. When we assess a medical patient, we identify the negative things that happened to that patient or are currently happening to them. And we work swiftly to identify and put into action a positive, uh, a positive action, a positive plan that will hopefully better their situation. That's the goal, right? That's the ultimate goal. With the focus on the things that you can do for the patient, you lay the groundwork for a more positive outcome and you establish hope. If you're too busy focusing on the things that you can't do, then you'll be lost when it comes to providing any kind of positive outcome whatsoever. Thoughts are things. And if you can make an effort to think about the positive things going on, then you'll have a much more promising end result. At least when it comes to your attitude and ability to deal with negative situations. Something else you can keep on in mind is to be purposeful in your surroundings. Take ownership. If you're currently working in the fire service or any kind of EMS profession, you've more than likely gone into a hoarder situation. If you haven't, your time will come. <laughs> You'll be high-stepping over like newspapers from 1940 and whatnot. Um, because those patients, those people need those things. I need those three birdhouses. What if a bird comes? Anyway, I digress. If you have a cluttered atmosphere, you'll have a cluttered life. Simplify. Make your environment as mentally relaxing and welcoming as possible. Some are calling it minimalism, and there's a big wave of it going on right now throughout the country, thanks to uh, Marie Kondo and her art of tidying up. There's like a Netflix special in her book and whatnot. It's actually really interesting, uh, pretty insightful. But this practice has been active for thousands of years. People are rediscovering the freedom of simplicity when it comes to the environment you live, work, and sleep in. Keep it simple. That keeps it comfortable. Another thing you can do, pay attention to the company you keep. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. I'd rather have a few quality people in my life than a bunch of people who are barely worth the air they breathe. It sounds mean, but it's not. It's just the truth. Something I tell my children is, Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. The people you choose to spend time with will have influence on you, whether you like it or not. So naturally, if you spend time around positive people, you'll begin to have a positive outlook on life, and in general, and vice versa. If you hang around people who are always griping and complaining about stuff, guess what you're going to turn into? Be smart. Make a conscious choice to spend time with the right people, or not to spend time with the wrong ones. Another thing to keep in mind, trash in, trash out. 
When I take my kids to the movies, I'm always sure that whatever trash is uh, a result of what they're eating or what they're snacking on, that they make sure to bring it out and put it in the garbage. It seems obvious, right? Common sense, common courtesy. This stems a little, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit from the uh, <laughs> the years I spent working in a movie theater, cleaning up everybody's messes. But really, it's just common human decency. Those people who just toss trash on the ground sometimes act as if they have done or act as if they have the right to do so. Or worse, they have the attitude that they're providing people with jobs. Oh, I'm giving someone a job to do. No, you're just being an asshole. Clean up your crap. If you pack it in, you pack it out. When we're subject to the sometimes tragic and unnerving situations that we're called, we can't help but bring a little of the, of the remnants home with us. It's important to deal with the things that we see, not just bury them deep down or under a lake of alcohol. We need to walk through them and understand the things that we can change and the things that we can't. And we need to be able to accept those things that we can't change. So we stop stewing on them. We can let them go. Once we're done, it's even more important that we take out the trash. Let that stuff go. Once we deal with those things, we need to purge them from our minds. Moving on. Recharge your batteries. We tend to be more conscious of our phone's battery life than our own minds and mental, or our own, our own minds and emotional bank. It's our job to care for people. And when all of our give a crap has been spent, it's important that we fill it back up. Otherwise, how can we honestly say that we are good at what we do when that thing we're supposed to be doing is caring for others? You've got to identify some things that help you refill your emotional and mental banks. For me, it's going to the gym, working out. By exhausting my, my body and focusing on my movement, focus, using my mind to focus on my movement, I purge the negative and focus on building myself in a positive and purposeful way. But that's not all I like to do. I like to watch movies. I like to read a lot of books. Obviously, if you guys uh, follow me on, the, on Facebook and whatnot, and if you're a part of the, the Ignited Readers Book Club, you'll know this. Uh, I find it helps me to have a bit of escapism. It takes my mind off things and allows me to, to shrug off the things that just don't matter so much, denying them space in my head. Take some time this week and identify what would recharge your batteries. And if you don't have a positive go-to, it's time for you to seek one out. I would say it's past time for that. So get on it. Last thing, be grateful. Be grateful for the things you have. Uh, so many homes I, I go into and the situations are just so, so dire and so desperate. It really helps provide me with perspective that I'm doing pretty good. And I got a lot to be grateful for. In a world where we're constantly rushing toward things to offer aid as first responders, it's important for us to take a conscious uh, moment, make conscious effort to slow down from time to time. We need to look around and be conscious in acknowledging things that we're grateful for. Be grateful for the positive people in your life. Be grateful for the amazing career that you have and the opportunities it provides you to help those around you on an amazing level. If you're working toward becoming a firefighter right now, then keep at it. Don't give up. It's, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Keep at it and it'll come. Like if you build it, it will come, right? If you build it, they will come. <laughs> I just saw Field of Dreams the other day, so that kind of stuck with me. 
These are just some things that I put into conscious play as I go throughout each and every day. It takes conscious effort to meet and live a life of purpose, and it takes a conscious effort to create a positive environment where teamwork and fulfillment thrive. I've created a program that'll help you build that sense of fulfillment and teamwork. It's called Crew Builder. It's six weeks long, and like anything else in life, you'll get out of it only what you put in. I go week by week and give you personal insight as well as tasks that you'll need to complete in order to take steps toward building a crew that knows who each other are and knows what the goals and standards are of its members. During Crew Builder, I hold a weekly live chat so we can go over each week's tasks as well as lessons learned from the previous week. This is accountability in action, guys. It's a great place to start if you're having trouble connecting with your crew or the people you're working with right now, even if you're not on a fire crew. This kind of purposeful action establishes you as a leader for positive change and not only affects you and your crew, but over time, it bleeds over to your organization as a whole. Registration for Crew Builder 2019 is currently open, and I'll keep it open until August 1st. The details can be found on the Ignited website at www.ignitedff.com, and links can be found on all of my social media platforms. Thanks so much for listening, guys. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. I invite you to join the Ignited Firefighters Facebook group, as well as the Ignited Readers Facebook group. Thanks again for listening. Be the ideal firefighter you'd want on your crew. Be Ignited. Ignited.